Hello, everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. I just want to start the show today by uh, doing playing a little game with you, Emily. Okay. And that game is... Uh, let, me, let me sit up for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to experience severe vocal fry if I do this whole episode laying down. Lying down. Uh, I want to play a little game that's called Reasons Why uh, Major Out, Out Major Posts Like uh, NPR Wouldn't Want to Hire Me. Uh, so I'm going to say that they wouldn't want to hire me because maybe I'm too cute. Your turn. Someone didn't hire you? NPR didn't hire you. That you you are not playing the game, Emily. Okay, I reasons need, NPR would not want to hire you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna swing the other way and say it's because you're ugly. Okay, fair. Now let's play reasons why they should hire me. I think because I'm a really good worker person. Your turn. Uh, they should hire you because it would certainly add diversity to their team in terms of uh, multiple levels of experience in that you are yes. completely inexperienced and therefore will add diversity to their probably already experienced team. I... Okay. Alright. loves diversity. That, that's true. How about I... uh, because of uh, synergy? Because you already have your own brand, and by hiring you, right. they could essentially, you know, buy out your brand, which I'm not approving, by the way. I'd have you kicked off right. as wait. As you, you are are you saying that if NPR wanted to buy our show, you wouldn't like go with that? Yeah, as co-chairman of the board, I own fifty percent. Actually, own fifty one percent if you look at the fine print. <laughs> And so I I hold. That's not control. the first time you've said that. I have a majority voting control. Yeah, check. It's on the record. <laughs> we have it literally on the record that I have voting control of our corporation. And so no, you're not actually allowed to make that loop. So sell us to NPR. Wait, does that make you the president? Is I that am that president. No, that just yeah. makes you the primary shareholder. I'm the primary shareholder and co-chair of the foundation, of the board. Okay. <laughs> board co-chairman and majority shareholder. What can I be? <laughs> uh, you can be co-chair. <laughs> okay. And also uh, co-host. Okay. Yeah. Can I get a like an executive producer credit? You can get an EP credit, yeah. You can get a vanity credit. Okay. Can I be like the CEO? No, you can be the COO. Can I be the CFO? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Is that the guy guy with the money then? Yeah. Okay, alright, yeah. Since everything goes to my PayPal right now. All of the all the dollars that we're getting all this, from all of, from all of the money, anyway. From all of your uh, subscriptions to Audible.com that have been yep. rolling in. 
by the way, go to audibletrial.com slash downtime if you have a if you get the chance. We'll we'll give you that link again later. Emily, you you've got some big news, some big life news. Yes. That you wanted to discuss. I did because I want to discuss life changes and goals with with our audience today because I feel like this is the time is now to make a change, right? And so if, sure. if at any point you decide you feel something coming, just roll with it. And I have decided uh, I think I announced on the show that I'm leaving Buenos Aires. I'm returning to South Carolina for a small portion of time. And I have made the, the gigantic life decision to become a powerful witch. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I remember you told me that the first part. Mm-hmm. We talked about you going back to South Carolina. Yes. And we talked about those plans moving forward. I don't remember anything about the witch stuff no that's new it's a new realization okay yeah i decided that i really need to spend more of my time in nature and that i Uh would just love to live in a small like i wouldn't be a mean or scary witch but certainly a powerful witch right um i'd like to live in a small cottage with oscar and just lots of plants and just make little little tinctures and remedies and whatnot and and watch the birds from my window would oscar like that because he's a city boy by at, at heart. I think he would grow to love it. And okay. I think he's been in the country now for a little bit, right? So I think he could he could really enjoy it. And he could maybe even, you know, put some sort of protective spell on a collar and give it to him so he could roam in the outdoors oh. like he so wants to do. To so is there... Away. Is this something that you can just sort of dedicate yourself to? Like, is it just sort of a, a ritual you can perform or is, them, is there some sort of, like, coven that you have to join? I don't think I have to be in a coven. I think it's more of a state of mind. Like, I have to make the okay. decision to become a powerful witch. And just the, my path has already begun just from putting that into the universe, putting that energy out there. And already I'm starting to feel okay. some sort of powerful witchy energies. I don't know if you can feel it, but I feel like I'm, they're already emanating from me. I, I, didn't, think I, I didn't realize that, that witchcraft powers worked the same way as the secret. Yeah. No, they're very similar. I think the, the line wow. of people between who, who reads the secret and who decides to be just become powerful witches, I think they're... Yeah, that's they're probably a, a pretty, a pretty significant another. overlapping Venn diagram. It definitely there. is. It definitely is. Yeah. I'm not in the middle. I'm just in the witchy part. I'm not secreting anything. Right, right, right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start making my own soaps, you know, cut out yeah. plastic entirely, lots of composting, gardening, hey, singing, singing to my garden uh, vegetables to make sure they grow nice and healthy and strong. If you need to turn to dark magics to reduce your carbon footprint, I say go for it. Hey, no, these are not dark magics. I'm going to be a light witch. Okay. Right? A powerful right. witch, but a good witch, unless you cross me, and then I will have to poison you that's so part of i was the witch thing. i was under the impression that in this universe that we live in you mm-hmm. and i in this this world yes that witches were mostly all evil no 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 you just have to be careful about the spirits with with whom you uh, associate right okay. and i'm only going to do uh, good spirits and stay away from demonic entities Okay, I can yeah. get behind that. Yeah, just gonna burn lots of sage, you know, chill. 
Make sure you keep certain, you know, just don't open certain doors. I think as long as you keep some doors closed, I think being a witch can really work out for you. Okay. Yeah. How, um, how do you feel about, uh, lycanthropy? Uh, well, I, you know, I'm a cat person, so I mean, I really, in terms of, but like in this shape shifting, I think it's interesting. But your your relationship with because there there are the the packs of lycanthropes who roam, yeah. and and they they generally they tend to keep to those wooded areas. So is the, would there be like a a like territorial? Well, I'm I, uh, just, that's what I'm asking you. You, I, yeah. I figured you would be the expert. I'm, I'm hoping to find my own slice of the woods here and sort of make okay. my own way. And if some, some, I don't want to be in anyone's territory, but maybe if someone wants to be neighbors and occasionally exchange, you know, recipes or come over to ask for a cup of flour, or maybe mm-hmm. if I have too, I've grown too many cucumbers in my garden, I can bring them over. That sort of thing. We can have sort okay. of a truce. Not really yeah. interested in entering into any sort of supernatural, uh, you know, uh, what feuds. You right. know, I just want to be a happy. Well, yeah, well witch. you're not you're not interested in it. But what if? I mean, they're not known for being very agreeable. I mean, I'll have to cross do, that do bridge you, when I get to it. I guess. Do you feel prepared for that kind of heat? Is what well, I'm yeah, I mean, they're only werewolves like one night out of a month, and I'm a witch all the time. So I feel like I have a substantial advantage in the fact that I can use my powerful magics whenever I want to, and they really only have one night of fun. You know, maybe they have numbers, but I have overall power over them. Seems pretty unbalanced, honestly. Plus doors. Like, this... they're werewolves. They don't have thumbs when they're werewolves. Right, we need to... We need to send this one back to, to the beta or alpha stage. This like the balance of these these creatures seem way way out of whack. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I think they're strong. I want I want the werewolves to be way way strong. If the the witches str- in this universe can just demolish packs of werewolves, but yeah, but they don't want like, to. What? That's like the, it's that powerful. Like you come up to my door and it just looks like a happy little cottage, but you feel the weight of some energies just coming off of it they're not scary but you know it's a presence like it like almost like gravity's a little stronger in, mm-hmm. in this part of the woods you know mm-hmm. and maybe that elicits a, a, a small reaction of fear but not not because of the actual essence itself but just because you know you're in the presence of a powerful powerful being right and then maybe if fewer people would talk to me that would be cool too yeah, I'd like fewer people to speak to me, in general. So anyway, this has been our. Th- this is a new section that I like to call fantasy time, where <laughs> where we pitch our ideas oh, it's, for. It's very real. For, for our for our fantasy novels that we're we're sort of developing. Um, so I hope you like that one. That one was what was that one called, Emily? Uh, Emily is a powerful, powerful witch. <laughs> Versus the lycanthropes, I guess. Oh, what time are we at? We need to do, like, the thing that we do. (laughs) Do the podcast. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm... Just be be aware 
of who you're addressing now. Okay. Just be careful. Because I don't want to have to hurt you. But okay. don't mess with my energies. Right. I'm not going to kidnap babies or anything. <laughs> Today's episode, we are talking about how to pick a place to eat. Uh, yeah. This so is, uh... Where, where do you want to eat tonight? Uh, Applebee's. Oh, okay, well... So I wanted to do a thing, like, I don't know, where do you want to eat? I don't know, where oh. do you want to eat? <laughs> oh, no, I... You know, like, a cute, like... We'll see... You eat? Wherever you want to eat. Well, I don't do know where want... I want to eat. Where do you want to eat? Do you want to try it? Do you want to try it again? No. No, no, start no. over. No, it's okay. You ruined it. No, 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 let's try it. Okay, all right, all right. So, John, where do you want to eat tonight? Uh, you know, I'm not really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst yes and <laughs> Okay, okay, no, I'm ready this time. Do it again. <laughs> no, one more time. I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> so, John, where do you want to eat tonight? Uh, hmm. I, you know, I... I don't know. Where's, uh, where, are, do you have anything in mind? I'm down for anything. So that's not super helpful. No, that's what happens. That's the conversation. I'm, yeah, I know, I'm still going with the conversation. Oh, you're still going. Oh my oh. god. Oh. Emily. What? S- hmm, okay. So how, how are we... Wait, 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 me, I've got one. I've me got and one. you, old college friends, going to decide on a place to eat. Uh, let's see. Let's, let's try the role play one more time. No, I was still good. Oh my god, Emily. <laughs> the people know we're not college friends. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay, go. Go, go, go. No, that's completely ruined. We derailed <laughs> like four times on that one. Where do you want to eat? I don't know, uh, Dame Maggie Smith. Where would you like to eat? <laughs> I, well, I don't know. My, I'm not. my good friend, Dame Maggie Smith, and I are going to dinner. Where do we go? It can't. I, you can't pick tea and crumpets again. We've gotten I love- the last five times. <laughs> I'm sick of tea and crumpets, Maggie. I am. I'm sick of it. But I like tea and crumpets. Yeah, I know. We know. <laughs> I, I hate how you always do this. I want to go to brunch. Who's got a good Bloody Mary? Fuck brunch. Oh. And we all know she likes Bellinis, okay? God, you're terrible at this. You're terrible! You're, you called me out for yes ending. You called me Dave Maggie Smith and I fucking went with it. I did the <laughs> accent and everything. Yeah, kind of. All right, right, I did my best. Okay, all right. So we all have this problem, right, folks? Me, Maggie Smith. I'm going to address you like I'm a a late-night talk show host. Hey, everybody. That's not how they do it at all. No. But we all have this issue. We're sitting down with our buddies, or we're sitting down with with our SOs, and we need to find a place to eat. 
but no one no one can decide. And you want to go to that one place that you always go to, but you don't want to go there because you always go there. So how do you pick? How do you pick, Emily? Oh, and I'm supposed to be the crowd just shooting stuff out there? No. Like, uh, oh, like, Yelp! Seamless! (laughs) Seamless! Subway! Seamless is an option, but you get bogged down with a lot of sponsored content, which I'm not a fan of. No. You get, you only get the restaurants that are, that are paying to get your attention, and I don't appreciate that. I want to find those hole-in-the-wall places, but those are hard to find. No, you're not on seamless. That's so why. So, I've got I've 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 laid out a checklist. Okay. That of questions that you can ask yourself, to try and to try and make like a pro con list. Mm-hmm. I guess. So sure. you got to take into account what you're hungry for, like what what kind of food you're hungry for. Are you feeling Chinese? Are you feeling pizza, or Italian food in general? Mm-hmm. Those those kinds of things. I feel but like here it's difficult because I, I am I'm leaving now. But here in Buenos Aires, it is difficult because they have uh, three types of food. You can right. get Argentinian food, which is uh, empanadas and milanesa. Milanesa is like chicken fried steak, like okay. or chicken fried chicken. It's like a flat patty of something fried, and that's milanesa. You can get uh-huh. that, or empanadas, or you can get sushi. But it's not okay. really sushi. It's salmon and cream cheese, and it's always cooked. Oh. Um, they're very afraid of fish here. And then you can get... What's the other type of food? Oh, pizza, but it's really garbage pizza. Nice. So it's like, okay, do you want pizza? Quote, unquote, sushi, or empanadas again? And you're like, okay, right. well... Yeah, so that question... I, I put that question on just because I feel like you, you have to have it. Because if you if you have the answer to what you're hungry for, what kind of food you're hungry for, odds are you have the place that you want to eat. You know? Yeah. Like, you've got, you've got a sushi place. If you want Indian, you have an Indian place. You know? So, yeah. that, that's the only reason that question's up there, because otherwise, completely unhelpful. Yeah. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I want to eat, so I, I don't know where I want to eat. It's, so that it just continues the, the problem. Just sort of yeah. exasperates the issue. Do they have good drinks? This is this is a good thing. this is a good question to ask. Good good cocktails or do they have like good drink specials? Or is it like yeah. is it lunchtime? Do they have a good lunch menu? Like a, do they have a lunch mm-hmm. special? Cuz yeah, a lot of the places special. that I tend to frequent are for like lunch specials. Like the one ramen place that I have nearby me has a kick ass uh lunch special. And the, uh, the Thai place that day, I used yeah. to go in college had a kick-ass lunch special as well. That's like that's one of the things you got to find. Yeah. Yeah. So always look look for them deals. You got to be yeah. on the up and up with the with the deals. Right. Uh, have you eaten there recently? Because if you've eaten there yet, like the day before, you're not obviously you're not going to want to go back. I don't know. I always get this thing where I do want to go back. I'm totally fine with going back, except then the wait staff starts to recognize you. Right. Yep. And that's always a little awkward, you know. Or they start treating you like a VIP, like they love having you there. Right. There's always that option as well. Like I found a bagel place. I think I've talked about this bagel place already on our podcast. I finally found a good bagel place. Yep. And so I started going there every Tuesday because they're closed on Mondays and they're right by my work. And so I wouldn't go Monday, but Tuesday, I give myself a little 
little treat, I go to the bagel place after work. They start recognizing me. They're so nice there. It's like mm-hmm. sort of great. They were like, oh. So they started getting a following of like expats because they're the only people who have like good bagels. Right. And so all the expats go there. And I told all my friends. And now now we're all bagel buddies. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you, you know, okay. I'm, I'm down with this though. Like we need to, I feel like we need to cut down the stigma of going to the same place over and over again. Because I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. If I could go eat at Gonzo Ramen in Brooklyn fucking every day, I would. If they have really, yeah. really good ramen. Like, Everyone I likes regulars. I don't want to feel pressured to not go there. It's, they got great food. Why wouldn't yeah. I go there? The only time I started like really judging in the, like in the restaurant industry when I started really judging people was when the same people would come and sit at my bar day in and day out and have like 10 Bud Lights and then leave. But it was yeah. every day. And you're just yeah. like, there's got to be something you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, it's only $10. Like, I just want to I just want to keep so like collecting bucks, but... I want to keep collecting my great aunt's social security checks and just drink mm-hmm. at this bar until I die. Yeah. I mean, we had this one fantastic regular, but he would do that. He would have, it was eight Bud Lights every time and oh he would God. sit, but he was so quiet. It was perfect. He didn't want to chat. He didn't want to bother you. It was just, he, Rick just want to sit and drink his Bud Lights and that's <laughs> awesome. Like, good for you, Rick. I mean, I not probably you, not good for you probably bad for you but yeah like you in terms of being an excellent customer he was awesome you know he tipped like a buck on every drink and then just sat quietly and when he was finished with his drink he just sort of lift up the can you know he'd be like i got you rick and just make sure he was always first served because he was a good guy he was just quiet dude you're like awesome nice yeah. i appreciate you rick way to this go message, rick this message brought to you by rick i hope you're you don't have cirrhosis. <laughs> Are you in the mood to try something new? No. Because I feel like... <laughs> All <No>. right, well... <laughs> of course I am. Yeah. No, I definitely... Well, yeah. no, no, no. But here's the thing. There's always a mood for that. Is there? Like... Absolutely. There are times when I'm like, I don't... I absolutely don't want to go to a place new. I want to go to some place I'm comfortable with. But there are times when I'm like, you know what? I've got time. I'm not. I'm not in a hurry today. I'm and I. I. I've been thinking about maybe doing this thing, and so you know what? I'm just gonna pull the trigger, and I'm fine with that. And I'm. I'm just gonna go in with an open mind and not worry about anything, you know. And there, yeah. I definitely have those moods. Those are two distinct things in my mind. Like I just don't want to be bothered. Well, you know, I have this problem where I go to the same restaurant over and over again and keep ordering the same thing, even though I genuinely like the restaurant and know I will like other things on their menu. So that's a mood too, like going and getting the old standby or sort of putting it out there into the universe, being like, okay, no, I'm going to try something different this time. And then I always lose my nerve and I get the thing that I know I like. <laughs> that is good. Right. Uh, what else did I say? Are you looking at Yelp? Don't do that. Don't look at Yelp. Stop. Fuck Yelp. Stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy who It's ended so up on... stupid. No one goes on Yelp when they're happy. No. Like, if you're looking at a Yelp review, and or, like, if you're looking at the average star rating on somebody's Yelp page, you, you have to know that that's fake. 
like a one star review of just like oh somebody's like a server spilt a margarita on me it's like you think that that's if you think this is gonna happen every time you go in I, I, I don't know it's stuff like that <laughs> don't go here because Should... there's servers that are spilling margaritas on people I don't know why that's part of the business model <laughs> I don't know why I they're still hiring these these servers. These clumsy ass servers. Yeah, what if it was like really nice, a restaurant full of really nice but super clumsy servers? Like it was just a whole bunch of me's. <laughs> like a restaurant full of me as a server. Like, because I drop stuff on people all the time. Like, we used to give yeah. away like dry cleaning tickets, and I was responsible oh for most of the dry cleaning tickets <laughs> that went out. Like, spilling red wine on people. I spilled red wine on Salman Rushdie. What the I, fuck? I think I've told that story before. I don't think you have. Yeah, uh, Pulitzer Prize winning novelist Salman Rushdie came into a charity event at my restaurant and I spilled red wine on him. Now, how did, how did this, how did this happen? Well, he asked for wine. And I had wine, and I went to pour the wine, and then I missed and poured it on the... I mean, he got what he asked for. He wanted... <laughs> he didn't... Actually, that is what I told him, because I tend to tell jokes to sort of diffuse the situation. And so I'm like, well, you asked for red wine, but you didn't ask for it in your glass. And... <laughs> I don't... It didn't really... It didn't go over well. Oh, God. You're such an idiot. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, so, you know. So if Salman Rushdie comes into your establishment, mm-hmm. just be careful with wine. Or just was he, pour one. Was he cool about it? I don't remember. I was too busy <laughs> being mortified. Also, there was some actor from True Blood there, too. No, The Walking okay. Dead. The Walking Dead. It was like, they uh, were the... They're basically the, the same thing. It was, yeah. It was some blonde guy from The Walking Dead. I don't watch The Walking Dead. It was sort of like, it was... The lady who was running the charity event, her date was the guy from The Walking Dead, and then Salman Rushdie was, like, their guest of honor. And it was, like, for this charity thing. And for raising money for lunch boxes for small African children. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Everybody needs a good lunchbox. Yeah. That's what they did. I don't know. Probably with food in them. Uh, Okay. So... Two more things to keep in mind, and then we'll go to music. Okay. What's what's closest to you out of your list of things? Because proximity is very important, at least to me. I'm not... If I'm not super sold on a place, I'm not going to drive an hour to get there. And is there a wait? But the is there a wait could go either way, especially if it's a new place you haven't tried. Like, yeah, Sam I... and I... When, when Sam visited the city one time, we stayed at a hotel... And this was when I was living with our grandmother. So oh, okay. I was get like, out of what? Yeah, makes more sense. Yeah. So we stayed at a hotel, and uh, we, were, we were just walking around. We walked, like, right around the block from where our hotel was, and there was just this line of people outside this sort of nondescript restaurant space. And we, was we it a pop-up looked it up. It, so it wasn't. It was a ramen place that... Um, Oh shoot! I don't remember the chef's name. Ivan Ramen. I don't. No, I, I'm not sure. But it, it wasn't was Ivan like, Ramen. I no, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, they, they, it was it like they didn't have a name on the place at all, and they didn't make reservations. Like we looked it up online and we found it, and they don't take reservations; they only take walk-ups. And so we were like, we don't have any plans for dinner. Let's just wait on this line. And so we did, and it was some of the best ramen I've ever had. <laughs> I think you just like soup, John. I think you're just really into ramen. Well, yeah, ramen's real. Well, that's the thing, though, is that I'm not into any soup. Ramen is very good, but I'm not into, like, pho. Pho. I like pho. Pho was a really big trend for a long time. And I remember in high school, you and I went to a, a few different pho places, and yeah, I never really delicious. liked it at all. Oh, it's so good. I love pho. But ramen, I can fuck with <laughs> very, very much. Um, Let's do some uh, music. Let's get some continue. musica going. So our our guest this week, I get to introduce them because I haven't done it in a while. Yeah. This used to be my thing, and now. Well, now it's a you've, shared you've load. Sort of, yeah. You've sort of taken over as of late. I, well, We've been I, finding a lot of a lot of good artists in yeah. Argentina. There you go. <clears throat> That's why I came here. Our. <laughs> my talent <laughs> search. The only reason. <laughs> our musical guest this week is Avery Florence. She has sent in her song Heavenly, which is the first track on her debut album January. Avery is she's uh she's a huge talent. I actually found her on Instagram and reached out to her and and she was she was super nice and her music is absolutely incredible as you'll see. So, please enjoy Heavenly by Avery Florence. <laughs> Come back home 
Avery Florence. If you'd like to hear more from Avery, please go to the link we provide in the description below. So, okay, you still, come here. Come here? Come here, dummy. Who? Yeah, come here. Me? You, and the listener. Come here. Okay. You still, you still, you still can't decide on a place to eat. I gave you the checklist. I gave you all the questions you need to ask, and you still, still can't. Just order Chinese food. It's, Just get in your jammies and order Chinese food. Well, no, no, and no, eat no. in bed. But, but. Eat in bed. No, this is a thing. Okay. <laughs> so many people are against eating in bed. But why? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know why. Well, mostly because of, like, pests and stuff, Emily. Just brush the crumbs off and sweep up. <laughs> Yeah, you brush the crumbs off onto your bedroom floor. Yeah, and then, and then sweep the up later. Come in. <laughs> I have no I'm pest free since ninety-three. I was born in <laughs> I was born in ninety-two, but let's just assume there were some pests. I was born in ninety two. There were pests there for a little while yeah, for pest, the first pest year. Pest free since since ninety-three. And I'll tell you. Eat in bed. It's it's fantastic. It's so <laughs> indulgent, you know. Literally, oh my god, Pablo Pablo Lakshmi? The top chef Palma. lady? Pa- 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 Padma. Padma Lakshmi. Padma. Yeah, Padma Lakshmi. She eats in bed. She said so. But... Not to me. Well, she's rich. She's got top chef money. She calls it like a picnic in bed. <laughs> and let me tell you, I am so in favor of the picnic in bed. I don't think you should ever go to a restaurant ever again. I think you should just eat in bed. I think we've just made this stigma. We've made it a thing. We can unmake it as human <laughs> as human beings. We can uh, give in to the level of comfort we deserve. We work hard, uh-huh. you know. Just put on yep. your jammies and stuff your face in bed. I, I, that's it. End of episode. Amazing. Done. <laughs> Eat in bed. Eat in bed, Watch and you Netflix. will look. You will look as beautiful and be as successful as Padma Lakshmi. Yeah. She is, she is a beautiful um, woman. She is a handsome she's, woman. She's very beautiful. Oh my god! <laughs> I was watching. Okay, so I was watching this interview because Kit loves With Padma his, Lakshmi. Yeah, it's called Hot Ones. Have you seen it? It's no. Okay, it's a YouTube thing, I think, or maybe it's Comedy Central. Whatever. It's an interview show where they have hot wings lined up and they're interviewing oh, people, and then it yes. starts from the not the least hot sauce. To like the hottest sauce they can find, each chicken right. thing, and as they it go gets along, to the end, and they have to take like a a just a dab of hot sauce of each one on like their pinky finger, and that's it. Like no, they put it an extra dab of it. Like all the wings are tossed in the sauce, and then it's they have to at the very last one they add an extra dab of the hottest sauce if you decide to do it just to make it like extra saucy i guess but it's yeah but i love the idea of interviewing people like that because everyone who does it actually genuinely feels like they're being tortured because you're asking them questions about their lives while feeding them this hot sauce but then she went on and she was just like this did she just kill it yeah she just crushed oh my god that's awesome like no she doesn't even sweat i think she's i think she's indian believe uh-huh. but she's like 
She eats for Watch a living. Me. Sounds like it could be Indian. They actually talk about how she just eats for a living, and so she was she was just completely unfazed by the whole thing and just looking stellar. That's awesome. And just that's so her, cool. Like, oh, she's amazing. Like she's my new hero, basically. And she talks about eating in bed, and that's how I knew I was in love. <laughs> so I saw an episode with Key and Peel, and they both uh, melted, and it was very funny to watch. She's amazing. She's um, an amazing human. Uh, you could, so you got you got your list of places. You play roulette. Oh, they make it a fun little game. Yeah, make it a little game. But what if one of them's like Olive Garden? Or I, I don't know. Why am I dragging Olive Garden? You know, it could be like McDonald's, <laughs> Olive Garden, Chipotle. Why not? <clears throat> thank you for thank you for putting Olive Garden in the same league as McDonald's because we all need to we need we need to look into the mirror and and see ourselves for a second and just and really accept the fact that olive garden is not not what it is trying to be no but it's also an, an option right a dinner option of course places you don't go to olive of garden so maybe just shake it up a little get some unlimited salad and breast, breadsticks you know live life sure. who cares Domino's wrote... is on there, but go to the Domino's, <laughs> you know? Really shake it up. Really trip them out. Use those tables that have never been used before in the Domino's. You want to go to a Domino's? I want to go to you the Domino's. You want to go sit down at a Domino's? I'm going to sit down at the Domino's. I'm going to have myself a nice meal, some breadsticks, maybe maybe BYOB, you know? Maybe, maybe pop <laughs> a bottle, have some nice Merlot. And uh, just chow down on a on a two a medium two topping pizza with one of my best chums, you know. I wonder what I the wrote... corkage fee at, at Domino's <laughs> <Stop> is. <this. laughs> I want to go to the Domino's. Okay. <laughs> I'm I wrote roulette, and then I wrote Russian roulette parentheses <laughs> dressing. <laughs> Does anywhere so, you can get a fucking so Russian roulette. <laughs> Russian roulette dressing, Russian dressing roulette. Russian How dressing. Is, is that anything? I don't. I don't know why just I wrote all, that. That's not a suggestion. Rubens. That's just a. I think that's just a stream of consciousness thing. Yeah, that probably. I did. Just anywhere that sells Rubens, and just go there. You know? They have a wheel. It's <laughs> a restaurant that has a wheel of Rubens that are all the same, except one of them is poison. <laughs> <laughs> a poison restaurant. Oh, it's like a restaurant that you always get sick at. But I still yep. want to put it on the list. Just give him another shot. But that's like the bullet, right? Is <laughs> is the one you literally always get ill at. Like mom was, like we always went to Bonefish, and that place is a curse. Like, yeah. Just, we always got sick after going to Bonefish, but it was like <laughs> still on the list. Still a possibility. They have good cocktails, you know. Who needs the coastal flats when you can just get, you know, it for cheap and then have a little bit of diarrhea? It's fine. <laughs> Let your dog pick. Oh, I like this. Yeah, they're so pure of heart. Yeah. You know, you do it like the or or like on. A, I feel like is it? It's probably BuzzFeed. If it's not BuzzFeed, that I'm thinking of, BuzzFeed definitely does this. They they pick like a baby animal of some sort, and then they put whoever whatever two teams are in the Super Bowl, like in on opposite sides of the room, and then they just let the puppies go or whatever they are, the little baby goats, and they just let them pick. Stop. That's how I want to make know? literally all of my decisions. All yeah, of them. do it. I will. I'll let Oscar decide. Although he's too lazy. He'll just stay still. 
<laughs> lay down in the middle of them. Yeah, just like... Just to be obtuse. Just plomp. Just fucking plomp. Last trick I've got. Okay, It's a good it. trick. Let's hear it. Who's got the cheapest margs? Ooh, yes. Yes. If they got the cheapest margs, that's the Here place for you. Oh, man. Santi's with the, in, South Car- in Charleston, South Carolina with the pitchers of margaritas. Man, oh, man. Uh-huh. Could not be beat. That place was so good, too. And I don't <laughs> know whether the Mexican food genuinely is the best Mexican food, but it tastes pretty good after you down a jug of margaritas with your three closest friends. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Oh, wait. I went to that place once with you. It's amazing. That's why. Well, also it was really veggie, good. Their veggie burritos and refried beans are, are to die for. Like, yeah, so, so that's good. the thing. Is if you have enough cheap margaritas, anything's going to be the best meal you've ever had. You yeah, know? of course. Cone salad or seed salad? And you're like, cone salad, let's do this. Like, margaritas on the rocks for everybody. Yep. Such a good time. Man, oh man. Let's go to Santi's, John. I'm fine with that. I miss it. I miss it so much. All right, so given the amount of information we have, where are we? Where are we where, going for dinner? Where are, we with, where are we going to dinner? Where are we going to dinner? Santi's. We're going to Santi's. Just, just, just last thing we arrived at, we're going to go to Santi's? It's, it's either Santi's or if it's lunchtime, we can go to Gonzo. Ooh, okay, good call, good call. So how about we have lunch in, in New York and we'll have dinner yep. in Charleston, South Carolina. And lunch lunch at Gonzo Ramen. You gotta go for lunch because they got three dollars Sapporo's on draft. Well, I know what I'm having for dinner, which is a bunch of hot garbage, literally. Sick. Because I've been on the phone half of the day with fucking Delta Airlines trying <laughs> to get a goddamn vegetarian meal on this stupid flight. And they told me that they can't they can't put it because it's within 24 hours of my flight. They can't give me a vegetarian meal. And I was like, you can't microwave another fucking plastic box? Yeah, what? You can't another box on the plane? So, yeah, but apparently there's a storm, so no one could talk to me. Yeah, that's so. that's how that works. Ugh, those bastards. All right. I hate flying. Thank but you. But I, I do have to go do that now. I have to go get on a plane <laughs> with all of my worldly possessions and move again, so. Thank you all for listening. Screw you, Delta Airlines. But thank you. Fuck Delta. If you if you're listening and you work for Delta, you're fine. Don't worry about it. We like you. Yeah, but you probably you, well, you probably hate Delta Airlines too. You would probably get my sister a vegetarian meal, and if you wouldn't, just don't say anything. Yeah, just don't mention it. <laughs> or else you'll be banned from listening to the podcast. I don't know how to ban people from listening to something. But we'll but fucking sure figure, figure out it out. It. I'll figure it out, Delta. So thank sponsored you by Delta. to <laughs> this by Delta. Thank, thank you to our newest sponsor, Delta Airlines. Thank you again to Avery Florence for her song Heavenly off of her album January. If you want to find more music from Avery Florence, you can find her everywhere. You can find her on Instagram. She's on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, anything. We will we'll figure out which one of those will be the most efficient link to put in the description. But go to that link and you'll find all of her stuff. It's really great. Thank you, Avery. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you so much to our sponsor. Sponsor. Our sponsible. Our sponsible. Our sponsible audience. Our responsible, sponsible sponsor, audible.com. If you'd like a free 30-day trial to audible.com and all of the books it has on <clears throat> offer, please go to audibletrial.com slash downtime we'd also like to thank ethan gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme uh if you'd like to find more work from ethan you go to ethan 
Uh, also, thank you so much for our listener of the month, Chris Albrigo. Yeah. If you'd like to become a listener of the month or become a sponsor of our show and help us out in a very real oh. way, please go to patreon.com slash downtime. And John, let's hit us. Hit me with that sweet, sweet nickname for our sweet, sweet boy. The Maestro. The Maestro. Because he makes okay. he makes Showtime happen. Okay. I like it. All right, thank you to our to our uh, listener of the month, <laughs> Chris Elbrigo slash The Maestro. All right, I think that's going to do it for us. My name is Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Al Roker.